Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. Today, I'm talking about the Pareto Principle, which is also known as the 80-20 Rule. Now, this rule has been around forever, and it shows up all over the place in so many parts of our lives. So today, I want to explain what it is, how it shows up in real life, and how you can start applying it in your midlife years. Understanding this principle can help you focus on what matters most. And when you do that, you'll reclaim more of your energy and vitality. How fun, right? That's because you're not wasting time doing those little things that don't matter anymore. You are focused on the things that are most important, the things that matter most. So before I dive in, I wanted to let you know some of this information is from a book titled Living the 80-20 Way, Work Less, Worry Less, Succeed More, Enjoy More by Richard Koch, K-O-C-H. So first of all, what is the Pareto Principle or the 80-20 Rule? Basically, it is 20% of your efforts create 80% of your results. Or to flip it, Koch says 80% of what you want is generated by 20% of what you do. Translated, that means there are only a handful of things that matter in order to create the results you're looking for. Only a few things matter. The rest are a waste of time. Let me say that again for those of you in the back who may not have heard me. Only a few things matter. The rest are a waste of time. I don't know about you, but when I read that, I immediately relaxed. I could feel this weight coming off of my shoulders like, ah, only a few things matter? I love it. Because think about it. If you only did those few things, that 20% on a regular basis, you could have what you want. And that could be anything from better health to fewer pounds to stronger relationships to less debt to more passion, more purpose anything at all. How amazing is that? And how much energy would you have left after doing fewer things throughout your day? For the record, the percentages are general. Sometimes it's 82% to 18% or 77% to 23%. Don't get too hung up on that. The, it averages out to about 80% and 20%. The main thing to know here is that you can slow down the train a little bit. You can relax and still get what you want from your personal life, your professional life, and everything in between. So when I say the principle has been around forever, it was discovered in 1897 by an Italian economist, Vilfredo Pareto. So it was named after him, but it also has other names besides the Pareto principle and the 80-20 rule. You may hear it as the Pareto law, or the principle of least effort, or the principle of imbalance. Personally, I like the principle of least effort best. What about you? So that's basically what it is. Now, let me give you some examples of how it shows up in real life. Let's say five people play poker. It's likely that one of them, that's 20% of the five of them, will walk away with 80% of the pot. In retail, 20% of the staff make 80% of the sales. 
and 20% of the customers create 80% of the profits. In science, 20% of the scientists create 80% of the scientific breakthroughs. And in literature, 20% of the authors sell more than 80% of the books. Online, 20% of the social media influencers get 80% of the limelight. Even in crime, the statistics show 20% of the thieves steal 80% of the loot. You see where I'm going with this? Koch says that the power of the 80-20 principle is based on the fact that it's counterintuitive. That's because our human nature tells us to expect things to be 50-50 and to make everything balanced. Thinking this way isn't necessarily a natural thing for us. But because this shows up so regularly in just about every area of our lives, it would benefit us to adjust our thinking just a tad so we can take full advantage of it. So you're probably wondering how to apply the 80-20 rule in your own life. Well, let's take a look at something like relationships. How are they going, friend? One of the things I've noticed in midlife is that I I just don't have the energy to have a lot of relationships anymore. (laughs) You know, when I was younger, I was friends with everybody. I knew what was going on in their lives. I'd spontaneously go to a party or meet someone for dinner without a moment's hesitation, no matter how well I knew them. That's probably because I used to think, oh, yay, an invitation, something to do. Let's go. Let's do this. La, 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 la. That was in my 20s. These days, I'm focused on the quality of my relationships instead of quantity. And I have a short list, a very short list of people who I want to spend my time with. Instead of being with the 80%, I focus my time and energy on the 20%. These are the high quality relationships that I crave. And these are the relationships that I run toward. The best part of this is that when I get to this 20%, I can give 100% of myself and all my energy to this little handful of people. And when you do that, you strengthen these relationships with more energy and more consideration. And oh my goodness, it is so much better and so much richer and so much more fulfilling than having a lot of low quality relationships. Honestly, most of our relationships on social media are low quality. And I guess that's why I don't go there anymore for relationships. I've decided to just use social media for entertainment and education. But even then I have to set the timer for like something like 20 minutes so I don't overdo it and find myself scrolling, you know, three hours later. (laughs) Now, I do have a Facebook group and a business page for this podcast, but in order to have that, I am required by Facebook to have a personal profile. I have no idea why. Maybe just to prove I'm a real life person. No idea. Y'all, I found scrolling and trying to keep up with these low quality relationships to be absolutely exhausting. So one day I just stopped. I thought, if this is making me tired, why am I doing it? When I stopped cold turkey, I started feeling so much better. Because the way I see it, if someone is truly my friend, they are going to contact me directly. And I welcome that. My friends think enough of me to actually pick up the phone about the important things going on in their lives. Why? Because that's what good friends do. And these good friends are my 20%. So that's just one example of how you can benefit from focusing on the 20%. So what about you? How do you focus on your 20%? The first thing you have to do to focus on your 20% is figure out what that 20% is. I know, 
genius level thinking going on here. And by the way, you're welcome. This could mean anything from taking a few minutes to break a task. It's a, maybe it's a big, overwhelming task, breaking it into smaller steps so you can see what's actually needed versus what can be eliminated from the process. I mean, maybe that process was serving you at one time and now you're realizing you don't need it anymore. I mean, that's what I've recently done with this podcast. I took the time to see what's working and what's not. And in my evaluation, I looked at the numbers. I have the advantage of having some statistics behind everything that I'm doing here. So I made a few tweaks to my process. For instance, I've moved some of the podcast content that used to air on Saturdays to the weekly emails on Wednesdays. I've deleted a couple of distribution channels that were not serving me well, and the statistics proved it. And I've streamlined my behind the scenes process to make it easier to produce an episode for you. That'll give me more energy and excitement about this because I don't want to get burned out. So that's very specific on how you can break down a big task, but looking for your 20% could also mean something a little more nebulous, like writing a list of things that what makes you happy and what doesn't. When you write them down, you can see the 20% that needs your attention, the 20% that brings you great joy. Looking at that list, you can determine what exactly that 20% is and you can focus on it and release the rest. And who knows, you may be like me and realize that social media just wasn't working for you anymore. When I realized it was draining me, I could adjust my use of it. And like I said earlier, I focused my use of it on the 20% that matters most to me, which is education and entertainment. And now my relationships feel more authentic and more real without having a screen that filters everything that's going on, every conversation. So the bottom line is, until you're aware of it, you can't change it. So I would highly encourage you, grab your favorite beverage, write down the steps or define the parameters or do what you need to do so you can start seeing clearly how to grab onto that 20% with gusto. All right? So that's it for today. If you are not already an Easy Aging Insider, go to theeasyagingshow.com and sign up now. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.